Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. We are live in the studio. We are living in a post-COVID world. I think this is my first in-studio podcast since before COVID. So great to be back. With me today, I've got Tracy Pallone, the CEO and founder of Element 84. Element 84 is a woman-owned business that does government contract work for NASA and for satellite companies, and it's just interesting. I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to let Tracy tell you about it. But first, um, Tracy, thanks for joining us on the show. Why don't you share with us a little bit about Tracy, your background, and how you came to be sitting here as the CEO of a massively successful uh, (laughs) satellite data company? Well, I started my career in uh, actually construction management. I graduated from Virginia Tech with a civil engineering degree and worked for the first five years of my career in construction, which I really enjoyed. One of the things that I really missed about that was it was a very uh, tangible like work product, right? You, I can still go downtown and be like, I helped build that, uh, which, is, which is the thing you don't get out of satellite data, but it, um, <laughs> it's not quite the same. Uh, you can so, look up in space and say, hey, I'm involved with yeah, space. Yeah, it's not quite the no, same. No, I guess not. The, you could take pictures of the buildings that I worked on from space. That's so pretty cool. I guess that's oh, like the, there you okay, go. there There's you go. Connection. That's like the connection. Yeah. And we also, had, that was, another thing that was cool about that was you get the ability to work with people from all walks of life every day on the same goal, which was really kind of a neat thing. In engineering. Yes, in, in construction. construction. Like yeah. you, you had that, you know, where you had a laborer or you had the multi-million dollar, you know, building owner. And everybody was together working on the same thing all the time. And there's not a lot of places in our society anymore where you get that. Right. Not satellite data. No, not satellite data. (laughs) You barely work with people in satellite data sometimes. (laughs) So I was working on construction sites until I was eight months pregnant. Uh, And then my boss got uncomfortable and was worried about my safety. (laughs) So like brought me into the office. And then it was kind of time for a pivot. Um, So I, my intention was to look for something that was a little more uh, kid friendly. We were trying to balance the family. I think this is a common story. Dan's salary was significantly higher than mine. So there was math around like, okay, well, it makes sense to push his career, not mine. So uh, I was going to be a math teacher. So I spent two years. I have an, a master's degree in education from the University of Virginia, which has never, well, it's been kind of used once. Well, don't you use it every day? As, yeah, that's I mean, true. To some degree, you have to have that kind of skill to talk to people and manage a company. You do. That's I true. imagine. Indirectly. You know? And it, it does also help with um, when we're particularly like designing trainings and stuff. There's a little bit in the back of your head. You of have like, a master's in education. This is yeah, an adult absolutely. learner. This is how you keep yeah. people engaged. So Dan, just so our so audience, oh, I know yes. who Dan is. Dan uh, is Tracy's husband, but also a co-founder, co-founder right. and uh, co-executive at Element 84. Yeah. So just yeah. so we know. That's true. Sorry about that. Um, he, is, he, he is the tech side of Element 84. He is the software engineering side. So he came from a straight computer science software engineering. He's been on that trail his whole his whole career. We were kind of working through the part-time freelancing thing. I ended up actually sort of randomly doing a friend of a friend a favor and doing some part-time tech writing that ended up extending for years. 
And that turned into testing software and that turned into bug fixing software. So that was sort of how I like became a satellite data person. So Um, how did you start the company? What was the like, hey, let's and and tell us about the name Element 84, because I think that's kind of cool. Oh, the name is kind of cool. Uh, I will own the fact that starting this company was not my idea. I am a risk-averse person, and I will talk about that a little bit later. But um, I had enough sort of stable freelancy kind of stuff that we could figure out a way to make it Dan's full-time job for a stretch of time. Okay. Uh, and that was our test run, and it turned out to, well, 13 years later, it's still going. So uh, we, it was intended, the idea was it would be, you know, just a couple of people I'd pull in my software, my, um, freelance stuff and we'd have it under one umbrella and right. then over time it just kept growing. So the name of the company actually sort of comes from our last name. Element 84 is polonium on the periodic scale, uh, periodic table of the elements. And, uh, it's, our last name is Pallone. So Got it's not it. quite spelled the same. Uh, and Element 84 actually has a really cool history. Mary Curie found it and named it after Poland. So... It has, it has. It's just neat. It's, 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 just, it's, it's like fun. a, it's a, it's a tech nerd's dream name because it <laughs> checks so many boxes, right? It Personal does, connection, historical connection, science, periodic tables. You, you just they did do amazing work with that name. Polonium gets used to power satellites too. Oh, what? Yeah, we oh totally did not know that. I, you I didn't know that? No, we didn't know That's that. That's fantastic that that works. It does work out. I have no idea what polonium <laughs> is. Now I do. I know it's something that powers satellites. It's not nice stuff. It's also been used to poison don't eat Russian it, right? spies, so don't. Okay. Yeah, don't right. do that part okay. either. But put it in satellites. So yeah. <laughs> um, so now, uh, Tracy, what what is it that you do? So went you went from being a pregnant engineering person on construction jobs to a freelancer. How did you become the CEO from the kind of, you said, well, we, we brought in my freelance stuff and it was a test run and now it's 13 years later. And how many people are at Element 84? Uh, right now, actually 84. 84 people. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is just Not intentional. Luck. It moves yep, a lot, it's dumb but, luck yeah. today that there happen um, to be 84 people at yeah, Element. There's, Everyone's going to remember this. There's 84. Um, well, when we sort of when we started the business, we kind of divvied it up between I would sort of I would handle the business functions. Dan was cutting code, and then I was still building as a technical writer. And as the company grew, I started doing project management stuff for our projects. Uh, and then we started bringing in you know more and more help on the business side, and that's that's the part that I kept growing. So and Dan is still very technical. Yes, in, Dan is in still that, very yes. technical, and does more of our sales stuff yep. than I do. Uh, so I think. You know, it's just one step at a time. It sounds weird, but all the business functions I could do personally and manage. And then as we kept growing, you have to add help to, you know, help with this part of that part. You know, payroll's too big or accounting's too big. or And you bring in help as you go. And then it just grows. And then it just grows. And you get another contract, another contract. So tell us background-wise a little bit about the contracts you have. I know some contracts with NASA. You have something with the French government. You have satellites from um, all over the... Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that a I little bit. What you can tell us. Yeah, I know um, some stuff you can't tell us because- We have a lot of confidentiality clauses, Confidentiality stuff which, and ITAR and export laws yeah, and all that stuff. All, most of our work is in open science and open data. So for the government, the NASA, NOAA, USGS work, that's all satellites that are pointed at the earth and that data is available free for download for anyone anywhere, uh, including like everybody. Even me. Even you. Yeah. It's really, it's a, an extremely powerful multi-billion dollar asset that our government has that I think is underutilized and a lot of, t- totally, it's very difficult data to work with, which is good for our business, but not necessarily good for like the world. Right. So a lot of our work is to take that 
free resource and deploy it in ways that people can use it to make decisions, like everything from where to put wells. We have customers who've done that, how to deal with water resources, um, how to manage forests and emergency response and you know, everything in between. So, so you don't have to have the expertise in these specific fields just in how to manage, provide the data for them in an understandable format. Yeah. A lot of our customers are the ones who have the expertise in the fields and, gotcha. and we're sort of trying to figure out how to help them. So do you think, and I know this is an off the wall question, I just thought of it, <laughs> but do you think that artificial intelligence is going to change, enhance, maybe- That is so funny. I just had somebody ask me about that last week. I mean, of course. You um, have to, especially when you say, hey, we're translating something complicated into data. The first thing that I think is there's this boom in AI, and it seems like it's a field that might be ripe for that. We have a machine learning team, so okay. we're, we're, we're so you're going on top down of that it. field. You're yeah, on top down of it. that road. Yeah. Um, it's, you have to, the big, one of the big things that people want to use satellite data for is change detection okay. and you know, seeing what's happened over time. And that's, that's like ripe for automation because you have- right. I mean, the because it's massive. Sets it's of data. massive and it's repetitive. And yeah. having a human in a loop is a thing that people do, but it's challenging to make that efficient, to say the least. I mean, in some cases, we've got data sets. The Landsat program goes back to the early '70s, so you've got like decades of data of petabytes. I mm -hmm. guess, yep. yeah, petabytes of data, and it's it can be applied to all kinds of problems. And truthfully, I think it's being underapplied right now. And because there's a lot of groups that just, it's too impermeable to get to, and they've got their systems, and they're going to stick with what yeah. they've done. So we've done a little deep dive on the, on the business a little bit here in your model. So we're going to come back in the next segment, and I'd like you to think about this, Tracy, for our guests, because they're going to hear this part about the background, about what Element 84 is, and how cool it is. You have 84 people <laughs> in a polonium satellite metals company. Um, but three, a, a few things I'd like to talk about one, uh, where you see Element 84 going, and then two, uh, some advice. So some things, some hiccups you've had, or maybe some successes you've had in your business uh, next time, and some advice you could share with our listeners. Because uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, business startups, or people who've been in business for years would love to hear from you about, hey, this is what we did right, or this is what we did wrong. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Tracy. Thank Thanks. you guys for joining us for this first segment of my interview and meeting with Tracy Pallone, the CEO of Element 84 Satellite Data Company. When we come back next time, a deeper dive into where the company's going and Tracy's thoughts. Download us wherever you get your podcasts, watch us on YouTube. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.